0: Friends, welcome to another weekend of Kid City Online. I'm so glad that you're joining me today as we wrap up our Connecting the Dots series. Now I have another Connecting the Dot challenge to get your minds warmed up today. So check out the picture on the screen and see if you can connect the dots in your mind to figure out what picture it's making, okay? Here is the first one. What do you think this could be? Can you connect all the dots and figure out? All right, are you ready for this answer? All right, here it is. It's a flower. All right, are you guys ready for the next one? These ones are a little bit trickier than the first time. Here's another picture. Hmm. Can you connect those dots and figure out the picture? All right, here's the answer. Ready? It's a dog. Did you get that one? That one was pretty tricky. Alright, I got one more for you today. Here it is. Alright, can you connect to those dots in your mind? Alright, here's the answer. Are you ready for it? It's a light bulb. How did you guys do on those? Those are a little bit trickier than the times we've had the ones we've had before. But I'm sure your minds are warmed up and ready to dive in. So in this series, we've been learning some awesome truths about God, right? So the first week we talked about how God sees clearly yesterday, today, and forever. Then we talked about God's plans will happen. And then last week we talked about God is the Alpha and the Omega. And today we're gonna encounter one more truth about God. And here it is. All of God's promises are yes and amen. So a few weeks ago when we started off this series, we talked about the difference between predictions and prophecies. Do you guys remember that? A prediction is something that we guess might happen in the future, whereas a prophecy is knowledge about what will happen in the future. Now all of us can make predictions about what we think might happen, but only God really knows what's going to happen in the future. And the Bible is quick to tell us this and point out that none of us exactly knows what's going to happen in the future. So if I make a promise about something that I'm going to do, it's just a prediction. Because sometimes people make promises that maybe they really intend to keep, but something happens and they can't, or maybe they just decide they don't wanna keep the promise. So when we promise to do something, it's just a prediction. It's what we think we're going to do, but we can't control everything, so we don't really know. Like an example might be maybe Your teacher promised that you would have an ice cream party on the last day of school. Well, they might not have known that all of this was going to happen and that you'd be learning from home. And so they couldn't have that ice cream party. When they promised it, they really meant to follow through on it, but things changed and they just couldn't. But now let's switch gears a little bit and talk about God's promises. His promises aren't just predictions. They are prophecy. All through the series, we've been learning about a name for God. Do you guys remember what it is? It's El Olam, which means everlasting God. And God is different than you and me, right? Because we can't see the past or the future super clearly. We might know some things, but God sees all of it in perfect clarity. He's the Alpha, so nothing is before Him, and He's the Omega, and so nothing is is after Him. He's the first and the very last. And so when God makes a promise it's not just a guess about what might happen but it's knowledge about what will happen because He knows it all. So let's talk a little bit about some of God's promises. Now this book, the Bible, is full of God's promises and God's promises are so, so valuable. And so I want to list off just a few of God's promises. We could go on and on and on about all the promises He makes, but I want to highlight just a few. So the first one is that we get to see God. One promise from God is that we'll get to see Him. And I just love that. The second promise is eternal life. Um, Another promise is that we'll get to spend eternity forever and ever with Him in heaven. And that is so cool. The third promise I wanna talk about today is that all things will work for God and for good. God promises that no matter how bad a situation is, He is going to use that for good and that's a very, very powerful promise. The next promise that we're gonna talk about is that He's near to us. God promises that he will be near to us. He doesn't just stand off in the distance and watch things happen, but he is near to us as life happens. And then the final promise is God's peace. God promises that he'll bring us peace. Jesus is even called the Prince of Peace. Maybe you've heard that before. Now these are all really great promises and there's so many more, like I said, we could go on and on about all of the promises that God makes. And we have to remember again that these aren't just predictions about what God's going to do and what He's going to give, but they are prophecies, they will happen. Now I'm going to ask you guys an important question, okay? Who are God's promises for? These promises that I just listed. Who are they for? Now you might think everybody, but the Bible actually tells us something different. Now you might think, whoa, that's crazy, like what are you talking about? But I want us to dig into this a little bit deeper. So we're gonna start looking some verses in the Bible about these promises that I just listed so the first promise I listed is that we get to see God so Matthew 5 8 said blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God so who is this promised for that they will see God it's for the pure in heart now, the next promise that we talked about is eternal life. Now maybe you know this first, John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world in this way, he gave his one and only Son, that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. So who is the promise of eternal life for? It's for those who believe in God. Now, the next promise that we talked about is that all things will work for good. Romans eight twenty eight says, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. So this promise is for those who love God. Now the next one that we talked about is that God is going to be near to us. In James 4.8 it says, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. So this promise is for those who also draw near to God. Now the final one that we talked about was the promise of peace. And in Luke 2.14 it says, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. So that promise is for those he is pleased with. So as we look more closely at these verses, we see that God's promises aren't for everybody, but there's more to it. I love that God's promises, and I, and I can see that they're very, very valuable, but I know that God's promises are over here, and I'm over here, and what separates us is sin. God's promise are separated from me because of my sin. At the very beginning of today's lessons, I told you that God's promises are yes and amen. And this comes from a scripture, 2 Corinthians 1.20, and I'm gonna put that on your screen so you can take a look at it. It says, God has made a great many promises and they are all yes, so we say amen. How awesome is that? The Bible makes it clear that those promises are for those who are pure in heart, for those who draw near to God, for those whom with whom God is pleased. And that's not always me, right? Sometimes I make mistakes and my sin separates me from those promises. But you know what? Did you see on that verse that there were some dot, dot, dots? between some of those words. That means we were missing some of the pieces to this verse. So I'm gonna put the whole verse up on your screen now. It says, God has made a great many promises. They are all yes because of what Christ has done. So through Christ we say amen. We want God to receive glory. Jesus Christ died on the cross, and that made a way for me to enter in and say yes and amen to all of the promises that God makes. And because Jesus died on the cross, these promises are for me, and they're mine through Christ. So this month, I hope that you've drawn closer to El Alom, the everlasting God, who was, who is, who is to come, and he's inviting you to enter into his promises. Promises of peace, of eternal life, of being near to him and seeing him and so many more. Through Jesus, all of God's promises are yes and amen for you and for me. These promises aren't for everybody, remember, but because Jesus died on the cross, these promises are available to all of us. They're available to you, to me, to all of your friends, to everybody if you allow Jesus to connect the dots like this. thanks so much for joining me. I really hope that you were able to connect some dots in this series and learn about the everlasting God, his incredible promises for us. And I just can't wait for next week as we dive into a new series. So we'll see you next time.